This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Uh, in talking to Fred uh, on a couple different occasions in the last three or four weeks, he really likes the looks of his team. Um, really going to have some, some uh, exciting new faces that our fans haven't seen yet. The chemistry is really good. Uh, you know, your first year when you're piecing things together, and Greg, I think we had 12 new players last year. Not always is the chemistry going to be uh, what you want. And so through attrition and transfers and graduation and other things, uh, we really have uh, uh, a roster that's really, really uh, getting along great, very talented, doing very well academically, good discipline. It should be a really exciting year. And and back here on the Husker Online Show, that was Nebraska Athletic Director Bill Moose just giving some early outlook, early thoughts on this Nebraska basketball team that really, Robin, not very many people know right now, um, and you know, even we football right now, I just feel like we don't know these teams at Nebraska because we don't get to spend any time around things because of COVID and the restrictions in place. Um, but there's a lot going on with basketball. And right before the show, a big thing broke, Robin. Nebraska will no longer be going to Myrtle Beach to play in their their tournament with eight teams out there, and now they're going to be hosting a tournament here in Lincoln. Yeah, according to uh, John Rothstein of uh, CBS Sports, <clears throat> the Nebraska pulled out of the Myrtle Beach uh, Invitational, which uh, was pretty much expected to be relocated to Orlando uh, for a little bubble scenario there at the, the basically where the NBA teams are playing right now. Uh, but Nebraska decided to opt out of that and instead will host its own bubble in Lincoln during the first week of the season. So the season is set to start Thanksgiving November week. 25th. So you're looking at sometime uh, shortly after that. Uh, we don't know how many teams, who's coming, or, or anything like that, but uh, probably can assume anywhere from four to eight teams, uh, probably more likely. I mean, I guess it depends on how big they want to make this, but uh, Nebraska is one of those schools that – you know, they have the luxury of being able to do something like this. You know, a lot of those teams that are eyeballing that bubble scenario in Orlando, uh, they're the ones that you know, just don't have the resources or the uh, facilities or anything like that to host an event like that. Well, Nebraska does. Obviously, they have a first-class arena and then a multitude of hotels within a block of the arena. Plenty so, of high school gyms. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you do host an event like that, you need gyms for teams to have walkthroughs at. And, yeah, and, uh, I mean, Nebraska's got the practice facility, you know, their own. And well, the, the, Devaney, the Devaney Center could be used as a gym. Uh, right. The practice center could be used as a gym. I mean, there's a lot of – because you have to have – if you have eight teams here, let's say it's eight, you think it's going to be four or eight? I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess, again, it just depends on uh, logistically how much Nebraska wants to take on and putting this deal on because obviously there's a lot of layers that go on well beyond just, just playing basketball. I mean, you got to make sure you have all your COVID guidelines and all that stuff in place. So we'll see, trying to gather more information on that. But uh, the schedule, the non-conference schedule is starting to come into place. Obviously last week, the Big Ten, or sorry, the NCAA announced that uh, you know November 25th will be the start date. And they also uh, put in a thing where teams can play uh, as many as seven non-conference games and are pushing for a minimum of four non-conference games. So um, another report that came out uh, earlier today um, on Wednesday was that the ACC Big Ten Challenge is still moving forward with the plan that is games will be played on respective campuses. So we don't know the opponent there yet. That has yet to be uh, announced, but it sounds like that is still very much going to be on the schedule. And so uh, you know, Nebraska, if the Big Ten sticks with a 20-game league schedule, uh, they have as many as seven 
non-conference games they can play. And depending on how big uh, this, you know, home bubble is going to be, you know, you're looking at, you know, two, maybe even three or, or however many other games added to that, plus the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And then, you know, you, you have your natural rivalries with Creighton and, uh, you know, some others that could potentially be looked at. So the schedule's coming together. Now it's a matter of just finalizing opponents, dates, and just where all Nebraska is going to play. I'm getting way ahead of myself here, Robin, but when you think about – NCAA tournament time and records this year it's going to be completely different than ever before I mean like 15 wins is going to be respect I mean that's going to be out if you win 12 13 games and you play that Especially many the big 10 power games because um, you might only have one or two buy type games right yep so it's funny you know all this movement over the last few years uh, to try and make it uh you know less of a uh make it more objective in finding, you know, who the NCAA tournament field is going to be. Uh, now it's probably going to go back to just the committee trusting its eyeballs and basing seating off opinions as opposed to relying on things like the net, uh, which really breaks down analytics, strength, the schedule, all that stuff. Uh, it sounds like they might go away from that a little bit just because the schedule is going to be so kind of hodgepodge around the country that uh, you can't have one standard criteria for measuring one conference against the next, let alone one team against the next. So uh, that's, I guess, good for the Big Ten because right now the Big Ten is being viewed as highly as any conference uh, in the country. And so even if you're sub 500, if you have a few big time wins and you know lose a few close games, that schedule might be viewed differently and maybe highly, uh, more highly than some other conferences that aren't playing uh, with quite the uh, preseason prestige that the Big Ten has. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, as as we talk Nebraska basketball. And, you know, I think more about this bubble idea. I'm sure a lot of thoughts like, wait a minute, we're trying to save money, cut costs down. Why do we need to go to Orlando or somewhere like this when we've got everything here? There's going to be no fans probably at these early games. By the way, we've got hotels in our community that are struggling uh, catering businesses for teams struggling. Let's just have it here. I mean, I, I think it does make sense. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a lot of programs doing this, Robin. Yeah, especially, I mean, if you have teams that uh, are at least somewhat respectable names that are willing to, to come here as opposed to, you know, like Nebraska traveling halfway across the country, which makes you think that, uh, you know, it could be more of a regional flavor. Some big with East this. teams from you sure. know, the area. Or. Yeah. And, you know, I know that there's also uh, been some talk about, you know, conference games being played early to try and take some of the burden off uh, the post new year schedule, especially if you're going to try to play a full 20 game slate uh, to be able to play some of those conference games earlier. And if it's a bubble scenario where say, what if Iowa comes and you're able to knock out a game or maybe even two games against Iowa? I mean, that that leaves you with only 18 more league games to play, which gives you more room for flexibility in case stuff comes up along the way, which I'm sure it will. Uh, so, I mean, that is still part of the thought process. And, and one of the reasons why the Big Ten schedule hasn't come out yet is because they're still trying to figure out how they can kind of maneuver these games around to make it as likely as possible to play a full 20-game slate. And everybody is I mean, you look at the around the country, other than the Big 12, who will play 18 because they only have 10 in the league, everyone's doing 20, right? I mean, the, the power leagues. For them, yeah, as far as I know. I mean, that that's just going to be – I mean, records are going to be very, very – good records are going to be hard to come by. Yeah, that's what I say. I mean, if you're sub-500 in the Big 10, I mean, like people say, what's Nebraska's record going to be? I'm like, well, if they can win, like – 
three or four games, that'd be really good. You know why? Because three or four games are going to come against top 25 teams. And, and so you're going to have some Will there be a Big wins. Ten tournament then, like in a bubble? We don't even know that yeah, yet. Yeah, we, we? we have no idea at this point. I would imagine so. Uh, you know, I think that one of the thought processes behind making, you know, the ACC came out with that idea, let everyone make the tournament. The well, that's kind of what these conference tournaments are supposed to be, where everybody gets a chance to make the tournament in your own conference tournament. Well, uh, you know, I, I still think that those are going to go. It's just a matter of how they're going to get it done. And I would imagine a bubble scenario was very realistic. And then we got about less than a minute left here, Robin. Uh, Huskers did suffer a pretty big recruiting blow this week. Yeah, losing uh, Carter Witt. It's, it's a long story, but I can tell you that, uh, you know, he's the guy that was basically Nebraska was counting on him coming here all the way up until the 11th hour of that decision. But ultimately he went with, Wake Forest, who his dad, you know, went there and he grew up a Wake Forest fan, stays, you know, in North Carolina, he's a Raleigh native. Uh, and so, you know, it was an unfortunate blow, but uh, yet uh, add it to the list of gut punches and groin kicks for Nebraska basketball. All right, when we come back, we'll take your questions in the mailbag. You're listening here to the Oscar Line Show.